Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Expresso News Update. Here is the latest news from the Indian Express. Beginning today's bulletin with the top news, with the truck driver's nationwide protest against a new penal provision in hit-and-run cases, triggering panic buying of fuel and essential items in several states, the centre on Tuesday stepped in, assuring transporters that a decision on enforcing the stringent provisions in such cases under the Bharatiya Nyaya Sanhita will be taken only after consultation with the All India Motor Transport Congress. Transporters' associations across the country have been protesting for the past two days against provisions under the new code, as per which any driver who causes the death of a person by rash and negligent driving and flees from the spot will be jailed for up to 10 years and or fined. Next up, rules for the Citizenship Amendment Act, the bill for which was cleared by Parliament in December 2019, will be notified much before the announcement of the Lok Sabha elections, sources in the government said. The bill would sought to fast-track Indian citizenship to Hindus, Sikhs, Buddhists, Jains, Parsis and Christians, but not Muslims who migrated to India, owing to religious persecution in Pakistan, Afghanistan and Bangladesh, was passed by Lok Sabha on December 9, 2019 and Sabha two days later. It received the President's assent on December 12, 2019. Soon after the passage of the law, widespread protests broke out across the country. Also, the three accused in the IIT-BHU sexual assault case are learned to have told police during questioning that they were involved in three other incidents of molestation on campus and that they would visit the premises regularly, ostensibly, to look for opportunities. An analysis of their call detail records corroborated this, showing their location on the campus between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. frequently, officers involved in the investigation said. Varanasi police had on Saturday arrested Kunal Pandey, Saksham Patel and Abhishek Chauhan for the incident, which took place on the night of November 1st. Two days before this incident, another woman student had faced a similar ordeal and had reported it to the proctor's office. In news from South, sharing the stage after 10 months, PM Modi and Tamil Nadu CM MK Stalin ensured that they made their political points without letting the tension between the state and centre take over. Modi was in Trichy to lay the foundation for projects worth Rs 20,000 crore and to attend the convocation ceremony of Bharti Dasan University. Stalin thanked the PM for the projects while pointedly addressing the Modi government as Ondriya Arasu or Union Government, the term it prefers compared to central government to emphasise its federal nature. In his speech, the PM listed the contribution of his government towards Tamil Nadu's welfare, adding India will progress with the progress of Tamil Nadu. Moving on, the free movement regime, which allows people residing on either side of the India-Myanmar border to venture 16 kilometres into each other's territory without visa, will end soon, sources in the government said. The centre has decided to start the tendering for an advanced smart fencing system for the entire India-Myanmar border, sources said. We're going to end the FMR along the Indo-Myanmar border soon. 
We are going to put fencing along the entire border. The fencing will be completed in the next four and a half years, the source said. Earlier, Manipur Chief Minister N. Biren Singh had urged the centre to permanently wind up the FMR along the Indo-Myanmar border to curb illegal immigration. Union Minister of Parliamentary Affairs Pralhad Joshi on January 1st said on social media that the idol of Ram Lala, carved by Mysore-based sculpture, Arun Yogiraj, will be installed in Ayodhya. He may be right, but for now there is an impasse which will be resolved soon. While a majority of the 11 members of the Sri Ram Janmabhoomi Tirchetra Trust gave the highest rating to Yogi Rath's sculpted Shyamrang dark-coloured Ram Lala idol on December 22nd, the preference for a Shwet fair-coloured Ram by a senior trustee resulted in an inconclusive meeting. A source said the final decision is likely to be announced by the Trust, latest by Makar Sankranti, that is January 14-15. In international news, all 379 passengers and crew of a Japan Airlines plane miraculously escaped from a fire following a collision with a Coast Guard aircraft at Tokyo's Haneda Airport on Tuesday. But local media said most of the Coast Guard plane crew had died. The Coast Guard said the collision involved one of its planes that was headed Nigata Airport in Japan's west coast to deliver aid to those caught up in a powerful earthquake that struck on New Year's Day, killing at least 48 people. Live footage on public broadcaster NHK showed the Japan Airlines JL Airbus A350 aircraft bursting into flames as it skidded down the tarmac at around 6 p.m. Lastly, the TV station of Lebanon's Hezbollah group says top Hamas official Saleh Aruri was killed on Tuesday in an explosion in a southern Beirut suburb. Aruri, one of the founders of Hamas military wing, had headed the group's presence in the West Bank. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu had threatened to kill him even before the Hamas-Israel war began on October 7th. Israeli officials declined to comment. Lebanon state-run national news agency said the blast killed four people and was carried out by an Israeli drone. An explosion shook the Lebanese capital's southern suburbs Tuesday evening, causing chaos in the militant Hezbollah group stronghold, but the nature of the blast was not immediately known. You were listening to the Express News update by the Indian Express. Ask your digital assistant device to play the latest news from the Indian Express to stay up to date with the most accurate and reliable updates.